Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. I don't know what to tell there, you. There, there, you, there, you, are. there you are. <clears throat> All right, everybody. Hello. It is time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in Hooksit, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, or wherever you are getting the podcast from. I am Pastor Padron, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Paul, Pat, and Dave. And tonight, we are doing an all-pipe show, and we are looking at two similar pipe tobaccos. We are looking at Seattle Pipe Club's Mississippi River and Mississippi River Rum Barrel Aged. We've, uh, at Twins, we've had Mississippi River and Mississippi River Special Reserve for quite some time, but um, we were only able to uh, bring in the um, uh, Rum Barrel Aged recently. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why it took so long for us to get it here, but we finally got it. And I wanted to do uh, a kind of a comparison on this, and it was actually an idea that Paul had of doing similar pipe tobaccos. And in this particular case, we're looking at something that is uh, just a little bit different. This is the exactly the same blend, but one of them... The rum barrel aged is has the tobaccos aged in a rum barrel, hence the name rum barrel aged, for 30 days, and then it's pressed, put into a crumble cake, put into the tin, and they actually take a block of the barrel and put it into the tin, which you can see here. All right, so you got the char there and the oak, and so that the tobacco is always in contact with that. So if you want to be aging it, or as long as it's sitting in the store, it's still in contact. Now, the question is, is this, you know, does it make any difference? Does it improve it? Is it a gimmick? That This is the kind of thing I want to talk about tonight. And I want to, we can kind of broaden that and talk about you know, cigars too, Um you know, with, with how people come out with things, line extensions, doing weird things to cigars that are already out. Um, take, for instance, the uh, um, Davidoff um, Winston Churchill, and then they come out with the Winston Churchill Late Hour, which is the same cigar, but they put the wrapper into a, um, a whiskey barrel for six months, and that's what makes the difference mm -hmm. of, of the cigar. It doesn't make it better. Is it just a gimmick? Let's let's talk about it. But we're going to start with uh, the original Mississippi River here. And from the tin, it says that uh, Mississippi River, the, the idea actually... <laughs> what? Mississippi River. The, the Mississippi River actually appeared to master blender Joe Langford in a dream. Awakened from a sound sleep, he grabbed a pencil and scribbled a recipe before the memory faded. The next morning, he used the notes to create a Virginia blend like no other. Mississippi River was born. The rest is history in a tin. Enjoy the rich Virginias, Preston cakes with oriental leaf, a pinch of Latakia and Perique, exceedingly popular with good reason, crafting the most sought-after small-batch blends in America since 2007. Um... All the Seattle Pipe Club brands are manufactured now by Sutliff, and uh, this is classified as an English, and it's uh, Latakia, Oriental, Perique, Virginia. No flavoring on it, on the original, and it's a crumble cake. And by crumble cake, they mean this. It's a very thick uh, slice of a, of a cake. It's what, uh, maybe an eighth of an inch? eighth of an inch thick mm -hmm. and it comes with a number of those in the tin and you rub it out put it into your pipe and smoke it 
And what are we pairing with this tonight, Patrick? So I got um, a wine from the bar. It's the Vive. We're drinking it with a wine from the bar. Yeah. It's one of the wines we offer. We don't have too many of them, so... But it's the Viva um, Las Vegas Malbec uh, dry red wine. It's from Argentina, and it's from their website. It is said to be after a manual harvest. Uh, grains are carefully separated from the stalks by a crusher and carried to stainless steel tanks. Alcoholic fermentation is done with select yeast for seven days, and regular pump over takes place at a temperature between 79 and 82 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, maturation is extended for 10 days. 25% of the wine is aged in French oak barrels for six months. And this mm. is the 2020 vintage. Very nice. So Paul suggested we tried a wine with this, and right. I was kind of given the option of exploring other options. <laughs> I I thought that the option of other options, yeah. but I decided to go with this option. But one of the things with uh, Mississippi River that I enjoy is when you draw from the pipe, it has like this kind of sweet vinegar type flavor. Mm -hmm. yes. And I know that vinegar is considered bad in the wine. Um, but or, you but, figured what the heck? Yeah, but I figured you know maybe it'll go. And it's also a dry wine, so mm -hmm. I thought maybe it could be one of those things that works. And right off the bat, I'd say I think it does. So I I, I suggested a dry red wine only because I knew we were going to get a lot of natural sweetness from the tobacco, specifically mm -hmm. uh, later on in the in the rum barrel age, and I didn't want it to interfere with uh, our tasting notes. I felt <laughs> the dry wine might help to. Uh, in, well, not improve the tobacco, just kind of help to uh, lift up the, the flavors a bit. So, sure. What do you think, Paul? Do you uh, think you had I, a good I, suggestion there? Well, so I only took one sip, but I'll be honest with you. I've been really <laughs> enjoying the first few draws of this Mississippi mm. River. And I mm -hmm. I remember Patrick so talking a couple of weeks ago when we had the crumble cake. Mm -hmm. And that was, in my recollection, the first time I actually had that type of uh, – he's calling it more of like a sweet vinegar flavor. Mm -hmm. to my palate picks up more of like a confectionery sugar on that first draw, and then it dissipates yeah. very yep. quickly. Um, and I'm getting getting it with this. I don't recall having Mississippi River before. I may have been mm -hmm. off the podcast that night when you had it a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I did, but – I'll tell you right now, I remember that caramel cake a couple of weeks ago, and you're right, Patrick. This is this is the only other tobacco that I have had uh, that has that initial uh, sweetness on the first draw. Mm. Um, and then it dissipates, uh, get a lot of that nice light fruit, bready notes. So it's almost like a sweet bready note. Um, very gentle spice, very, very well balanced. It's it's very, very good. Yeah. Um, this is like a light medium, I would say, like a mild to medium type of tobacco. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not getting a lot of intensity out of it, just a lot of nice light fruit and uh, bread woody notes. Hmm. I think it's very, very good. I thought it was Pat, what about you? Yeah, I kind of concur with Paul, but when I, so the one that, uh, the Mississippi River that I usually smoke is the, the Reserve, which is just aged a little bit longer, I yep. think is the difference. Mm -hmm. So... Uniquely enough, I actually get differences from the core line here in that one. And because it's the first time I smoked the regular one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on this, I get that, you know, sweet kind of vinegar flavor on the draw. You get kind of a nice, like, dark plum sweetness, which I think is accredited to the wine. But I also, I, it was more of a stone fruit without the wine when I had it mm -hmm. on its own. And it has like, a nice gentle spice, kind of like the sourdough type texture to it. And mm -hmm. it has... I want to say like a subtle like hickory wood type sweetness to it. And the the thing that is different from this and then the special reserve is I get more of like that bonfire type aroma and flavor from the special reserve, which is probably accredited to the aging of it, which mm -hmm. to me is pretty cool that you kind of get that enhancement out of it. But yeah, with the wine, it's definitely going really well with it. Like you get a lot of like those dark fruit, like plum flavors from the wine, I think that kind of plays into that sweetness from the tobacco pretty well. The red Virginias, so I think it's making the tobacco sweeter. Yeah, the, the yeah, red wine. I would, I would agree. And it's actually making making my mouth salivate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I say that, people give me crap. When I say that. No, I think it's really, really good. It's, it's. I, I don't want to call it like a a, a melon flavor type. It, it's just, it's a very like a, a grapes. 
Yeah, grape. More like a grape. Yeah, I'd say more like a grape flavored. Correct. It's almost yeah. like you're drinking a wine. Like a sour. Well, oh, no, no. I'm talking the pipe tobacco. So the wine, yeah, <laughs> like it's, a sour it's, grape, it's, yeah. it's definitely enhancing the flavors, but it's changing up some of the sweet notes I'm getting. So on on its own, I'm getting plum. With the mm -hmm. drink, I'm getting a little bit more of a grape flavor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to me, I get a lot of earth. I get a lot of plum mm. uh, from this. It's got a very nice, gentle spice, oh. like Paul was saying. Um, what I think. Um, Pat describes as vinegar. I describe as hints of like a sour citrus. Mm. Um, and I get a little bit of charred wood mm -hmm. in this as well. Um, mm -hmm. The retro is very woodsy. It's very ci citrusy. It has a little bit of spice to it. And there is a kind of a tangy kind of barbecue or, you know, smoked mesquite kind of sauce note on the, on the finish to me, like uh, Pat was saying. Um, I'd say this is a medium-bodied tobacco to me. Yeah. Not anything stronger than that, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just a plain, straight medium there. <laughs> and since Paul opened the floodgates to say it, the, one of the reasons why I think the wine goes really well with it, because it's a dry wine, so it really, like, dries out your palate. And then with this pipe tobacco, it's one of those, like, I'll call it, like, a wet kind of tobacco, so it makes you kind of salivate, because, like, those salty flavors, those vinegar flavors, and, like, the, you know, that initial draw that we're picking up, it kind mm -hmm. of, like, re-moistens your palate after it gets dried out. <laughs> from the but it, it is kind of, like, an interesting duo, because it makes you, like, the, the wine is enjoyable, but then it makes you excited to kind of draw from the pipe to kind of, like, even it out your palate. It moisturizes my tongue. Ow! <laughs> Blame Paul for that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, I would tend mm. to agree with you, though, Pat. I, you know, all kidding aside, um, I, I'm, I'm getting the same sensation, you know, when I when I um, draw on the pipe after having the wine. I just, I, I'm, I really am. I, the saliva is flowing, mm -hmm. um, which makes everything ripe for mispronunciations and... Uh, slurs and stuff like that as the spit rattles around in your mouth you know <laughs> but um let's let's talk a little bit about the whole idea here of uh variants to different tobaccos and and cigars you know there are three different variants of mississippi river the original uh special reserve which was the second which pat um already brought up and then this is the third mississippi river rum barrel aged so here is you know they have put out three different things that are actually the same exact recipe one has the tobaccos aged longer and it's in a it's actually in a, a double-sized tin which is the, well the tin is the same size but instead of two ounces it's a four ounce brownie instead of a bunch of little flakes in there and now there's the rum barrel aged which is packaged like the original except there's this block of wood inside part of and, the barrel yeah and my my question is and we can we can use this as an example and expand out to talk about other brands or or cigars or you know and that is do you think that when you see things coming out like this is your thought that this is driven by the constraints of the FDA, or is this a? Are people re, is the blender in this case Joe Langford trying to get creative about something that he's already put out, <clears throat> or is this really a gimmick to get you to spend more money? You know, like you know, here's twenty bucks for this. Let's age it a little bit and make it a four ounce thing and you pay $40 for that. Then we'll, we'll put the tobacco into a barrel. We'll chop up the barrel and, and put a little plug in there and make you think that you're aging this in the barrel when you have it. And there's another 20 bucks. Or is this actually legit? Or maybe it's, maybe it's all a little bit of all three or one or the other. What do you guys think? I, I think it is legit. Um, if you, if you, Again, I'm not huge into pipe tobacco like you guys are, um, but you've seen enough pipe tobacco where they have maybe a rum topping or a rum, right. uh, rum added to it. And so maybe with what Joe was thinking is, if I, I don't want to add real, uh, rum to it, I just want to let it sit in a rum barrel for 30 days and see mm -hmm. what happens. So maybe his creativity was pointing in that direction and, and 
coming up with that type of uh, that barrel age uh, program, which mm-hmm. we've ha- I think we've all had, and we'll talk about it later. But um, my belief is that it is a legit thing. It, okay. it does add to it. And um, but again, we don't know. Maybe that maybe it is something to do with the FDA. <laughs> you know, he's just keeping under the radar. It, you know, it could be both. I yeah. mean, I, ironically, I think these. You know, uh, you know, 2007 was the the cutoff for mm-hmm. the shelf, right? Mm-hmm. When the FDA took over, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know exactly when this came out, but it was close to that date. So, you know, instead of coming out with something new, just do something new to it, yep, and bring it out so that you're not really introducing something new to the market. You're just kind of putting new packaging on it. You know, so maybe there's a little bit of both, you know, driven by the constraints of the FDA and trying to be creative about the blend. Dave, do you have any thoughts on this? I love the, uh, it's like this sour plum. Um, mm, that's and, a great description there. And it's, uh, the, it, I too am salivating. The uh, That's always what's happening. Well, you like sour <laughs> things anyways, Dave. Yes, I do. But this, this is, yeah, it's it's really good. The sourness is awesome. The, uh, the Virginia's <laughs> with a little bit of the figs and the plums. The plum is more present with the with the pairing. Um, the retro hail is like this nice peppered spice. Um, peppered. It, it's awesome. I love it. This is really good. I'm trying to look up the age for when it first came out. Too, mm-hmm. so. Pat, what do you think? Is this a creative idea, putting all this stuff out? Is this a gimmick to get you to spend more money? What do you think? Well, I think it's it's cool because it's kind of like that, you know, it's it's it, I'll call it like that nerdy kind of mentality when you have mm-hmm. something like whether it's a cigar or pipe tobacco, like you have a really good product because, again, it's, one, it's my favorite pipe tobacco. No, that doesn't mean much, but it's I, I enjoy it a lot. And, right. you know, like the creator of it, was like, well, what, what, what else can I do with this instead mm. of just putting something else out on the shelf? So, you know, like he, you know, because a lot goes into the planning for it. So he sure. probably sat on the blend for a little bit, smoked it, and was like, this is really good. After how many years is the reserve? Is that like three or four, something yeah. like that? Yep. So he's like, you know, it, it, it might peak at four years. So it's cool if you can get it at that peak point. And then now he was probably like, well, you know, a rum could go well with it. I don't want to top it off with rum because it's going to change that kind of uniqueness and what I like about it. So let me see what happens if I put it in a rum barrel or just get like that very subtle sweetness from it. So mm. I don't think it's a gimmick. I think it's just somebody who has a kind of a passion for what they made and they think that there's other things you can do with it that other people can kind of enjoy and kind of bring out like another level of that tobacco. Yep. And it goes to, I mean, cigars, you see it all the time. I mean, mm. it's, I, I would kind of compare what Mississippi River is doing with different wrappers of cigars. Like you have like Agonosa Leaf with their anniversary series. You know, you had the, yep. the Maduro wrapper and then the Coroja wrapper. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. the same binder and filler, but now you just switch the wrapper on it and sort of for the same price. So mm-hmm. creativity wise, they didn't really do much to change it, but they right. put a new wrapper on it and they're selling it. And again, if you smoke cigars often, you know, the wrapper is, I'd say what, like 60% of the 60% flavor you're getting. At least, yeah. So that makes a huge difference. You, you know, look at Padron, like every line that they have has a natural Maduro. The only difference in that to like similarly to the Mississippi River from the reserve and the core line mm-hmm. is the wrappers age longer and ferment and longer to get that Maduro. Mm-hmm. And then most Padron smokers would agree that there's a distinct difference between the Maduro and the natural, like yes. flavor wise. So I think that, you know, it's, it's not just a money grab. I think there's, it's just a kind of, enhancing the experience and kind of swaying it to a different kind of group like if you like more of like your sweeter virginia as well mm-hmm. maybe the rum barrel age is going to be more your palate if you like what you know the, the reserve is probably my favorite mm-hmm. and again i like that really like nice spice and like that bonfire hickory flavor mm-hmm. well then when it's peaking at its four years you're gonna like that you know mm-hmm. so it's just like a nice way of you know putting like pushing the product to its limits and kind of expanding it to other people bringing out so. different aspects of yeah. the blend with, depending on what you're doing the original or aging it longer which brings mm-hmm. out other flavors or the rum barrel which brings out other stuff yep. and we'll find out about that as we get in there um we want to talk a little bit about what's coming on at twins we got a lot going on yes this month. So tomorrow, uh, yeah, tomorrow night. It's Monday night. Wednesday night. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself here. Have another drink. Wednesday night, April sixth, from six to nine. 
we're going to have Mr. Willie Herrera from Drew Estate at the Lennon Dairy Store, um, and we're going to be having deals uh, regarding the blends that he is responsible for, uh, the Herrera Steli, um, mm-hmm. the Undercrown, uh, the 20 acre farm will be, uh, well, actually the 20 acre farm is going to be a lot of the deals. There's a lot of swag that, um, he's bringing with him. Um, so depending upon how many cigars you buy, you know, four, uh, four count, 10 count box or multi box, mm-hmm. uh, will determine, uh, what swag, uh, in the deals you'll get, but he's got, uh, the Harris Daily line, uh, Hoya, uh, Undercrown, 20 acre farm, um, they'll all be available and, uh, I'll be there with Shell. So again, April 6th, Wednesday from 6 to 9, Willie Herrera in Londonderry. Come on down. Be a good night. Um, he's only in town real briefly, so we were able, lucky enough to get him uh, mm. to come down that night. So should be a good time. And then uh, a week from tomorrow, we have the launch of our new single barrel select, mm. our High West uh, single barrel. And let me tell you, it's awesome. If you love High West bourbon, um, this is this is really it's my favorite it's my favorite single barrel that we have now. It's very personally good. it's, it's, very, it's very, good. very very good. Yep. It goes with so much, and um, th- we are pairing that with the um, uh, Duciento cigar from, from Toscano. Toscano. Yep. And Paul and I tried this the other day. Boy, amazing unbelievable it's amazing the the duciendo cigar is very dark it's very rich it's very earthy and it has this really the i think the base flavor is like a a um dark unsweetened chocolate yep dark unsweetened cocoa and when you pair it with the high west all of a sudden that unsweetened becomes like a sweetened yes. cocoa. Oh, it does. And it's amazing. amazing. It is it is a great pairing. And so phenomenal. Um uh Mike Capolini from uh Toscano is going to be there. Tyler Tomlin, who's representing High West, uh is going to be there as well. And twenty bucks is gonna get you a uh single of the uh uh High West plus a four pack gift pack from Toscano, which includes a Ducento cigar and three others, a cutter and a lighter. It's 50 bucks worth of stuff for 20 bucks. And that is going on from 4 to 9 p.m. at Londonderry at the 724 Lounge. I'm, I'm really, really excited Yeah, it's going to be that. a good night. Yeah. It's, it, and uh, so, again, uh, anyone who is available that night, come on down. Again, it's the, it's the release party for the High West uh, 724 Barrel. Um, you get a chance to meet Tyler and also Mike from Toscano. Going to get both uh, the, the High West and the pack of Toscano cigars for 20 bucks. You can't beat that. It's a no. phenomenal deal. It's a $40 pack. Yep. It's a great, great deal. And uh, I believe uh, Kurt is also allowing the uh, – uh, anyway, if you want to buy a, a, another High West, it'll only be $7.24 that night. That's correct. I yep. believe it's going to be seven twenty-four. The yep, whole the whole night long. long. So come on down. Tuesday night, next April 12th, Yep, 4 to 9. That's going to be fantastic. And then the third thing that's going on this month is we are having Eric Stokeby come from 4th Generation Tobacconist on Saturday, April 23rd from 11 to 4. He's going to be at the at the store, and we're doing a, a another themed um, pipe event, and this is called the Day of the Danes because he's danish he's from denmark and we're also not only going to be featuring his pipes fourth generation which are made in denmark but also eric nording pipes which are also denmark they're actually good friends and so it's called the day of the danes and we're going to have this great kind of party because this is also um uh eric stokeby's 10th year in the business with uh fourth generation tobacconist so we're doing a little celebration. Um, 30 bucks gets you into that celebration. And there is a kind of a Viking theme to this. We're going to revel like Vikings at this event. Don't, don't laugh. We're going to revel like Vikings. <laughs> and 
and there's going to be a big plate of roasted meat. There's going to be aquavit, which is a, a kind of a gin-like drink that they've been making in Denmark and Scandinavia since about 500 A.D., and it is the national drink over there. We're also going to have uh, Carlsberg beer. So we're going to be drinking beer. We're going to be taking shots of Aquavit. We're going to be eating meat. <laughs> and we're going to be smoking pipes. We're going to have uh, available to smoke. We're going to have um, Eric's uh, um, bulk blends there, the uh, morning uh, morning blend, afternoon melange, and evening flake. Those will be there for everybody to try and smoke uh, during the event. And if you purchase uh, one of his pipes or one of Eric Mording's pipes, that $30 that you paid to get kind of get back and enjoy all that good stuff will count toward the pipe, which is really cool. Now, there's something else that, and this is going to lead into the uh, Pastor Padron's cigar confessions here. And that is, uh, Eric thought about having people wear Viking helmets. Now, this was really a kind of a made me blink because Eric is the nicest, humblest, most soft spoken guy I've met in the business. He is the most unviking-like person I've ever met in my life, <laughs> and yet he had this idea about wearing Viking helmets and having something special for that. So we came up with the idea: if you come to this event and you are wearing a Viking helmet, you will get double points on whatever you purchase at the event. Now, the question is. Do you think people are going to show up with Viking helmets to get double points on their purchase? Or do you think this is just a little over the top? Do they have to wear it into the store? Or can they, they, can, can, can they, they wear can, it only when they're If they purchasing? want to bring in their helmet under their arm <laughs> as they come into the store, that's their business. But at the event... When they're drinking and eating roasted meat and Carlsberg beer, they've got to wear their Viking helmet. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can see that happening. You can see that happening? Hey, if you're going to buy a pipe and tobacco and something else, why, why not get double points just by wearing a helmet, Viking helmet? I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to do it. Yes. I'm thinking they're going to do it. Well, at the, at the PD Blinders, mm -hmm. how many people came in, you know, in green and... Yeah, people Saint came Patty's in green. Day outfits. They wore their green. They wore their suits. They wore their um, hats and everything. Dave, hmm. if I send you a picture, how fast could you get it up? Oh, as soon as I get it. Yeah, as soon as, as, soon as you, you get it. Yeah. All right, hold on here. So here's here's the thing. I went out and got myself for this event a Viking helmet. And um, let's see, let's see, Dave, uh, I'll email it to you, Dave. Yep. Uh, keep original size, DW, okay, there it goes. Yes, yes, I'll send it without a subject. There it is. Okay, so I then talked with Eric Stokeby last Wednesday on the phone and said, all right, we've, we've set up this, this uh, um, thing like you asked. We're, require, we're, we're asking people to wear Viking helmets. Then my question to you, Eric, is do you actually own a Viking helmet? And he said, oh, um, uh, uh, no, not, not at the moment, Dan. Uh, no, I, I don't actually. I said, well, are you going to get one? I said, I went out and bought one. He said, oh, where did you go to get it? I said, I just got out from Amazon. So he, he actually has ordered himself a helmet. And so Eric Stokeby is going to be wearing a Viking helmet as well. And I'm really pumped to see that. My helmet is a little bit special. I had to get something that uh, represented the, the um, well, me going overboard for these things. 
Let me know when you have it up there, Dave. I, I'm still waiting for it to come over, that's all. Pat, what do you think? you think people are going to wear a Viking helmet? Yeah, I'm going to get double points for it. You can probably go to iPod and get one for two bucks. So, Are you going to wear a Viking helmet? Maybe. Sounds like a yes. I'm bringing swords, so I think I'm Oh, Yeah, satisfying. he's bringing swords, yep. Did you get it yet? It should have come through, Dave. Mm -mm. So much for technology. Yeah. No. Is it coming through your computer or your phone, Dave? Computer. Okay. Yeah. All right, Dave. I just texted it to you. Well, that won't really help much. Let's well, see. I've sent it by email and you haven't gotten it, so you got it there? Mm. There we go. Are we done yet? We've got all this dead air. This is Yeah. You got your work cut out for you. So anyway, um, I'll show it to you guys on the phone here. Let's see. Nope, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right, almost, almost there. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Isn't that great? <laughs> show it Pat, to everyone, Dave. Since Dave, since Dave can't, you know, figure out his computer. I'm getting it for crying out freaking loud. Just, mm -hmm. just blow it up on your phone and show the show the world. I'm just okay. about to to load it up, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Take it forever, right. Dave. See that? It lights up. <laughs> <laughs> it's very horny. <laughs> <laughs> Someone better take lots of pictures that day. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yep. I've decided to ham it up. There it is. So Boink. you should uh, definitely come by and at least, if nothing else, <laughs> see Pastor Padrone in his lightsaberish-like Viking helmet. All right. Um, let's let's move on. All right. Apparently, we're about to get it up there. You were about to get. You, you haven't got it up yet. No. Takes time, man. Yeah, you to told me as soon image. as you got it, you could have it up. All right, here we go. There it's up. I'll trust you, Dave, since I can't see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there it is. For those of you out there, you see the helmet. And uh, we, I guess, all agreed that uh, it's not out of this world to expect people to show up with Viking helmets and that uh, people will do just about anything to get extra points on their purchases, even if it means wearing Viking helmets. Mm -hmm. There it is right there in front of Paul. All right. Now, uh, what is the final verdict here on the Mississippi River by Seattle Pipe Club? I think it's one. I think it's fantastic. I really do. I I think the pairing has gone very very well. Um, the Argentinian what was it Viva, Alta, Alta Vista Viva. Uh, I think the Malbec has done a, a great job in terms of enhancing that sweet flavor. Like I said, it was a more of a plummy flavor. Now it's a little bit more of a grape flavor. But either way, still a lot of sweetness. The salivation in my mouth is just continuing on. A little bit more woody, bready, earthy. A little bit of spice. I think it's actually as I'm smoking the pipe tobacco down the bowl it's getting a little bit more intense mm. um, it's bringing a little bit more spice uh, kind of enhancing that wood note but all in all very very well balanced tobacco really really good I think this has been a, like I said I don't recall having this before but <clears throat> boy it's, it's really good, right? It's fantastic. It's yep. a big seller at the store. Yep, it sure know, is. This, that's why. Well, I don't think we get it. We didn't get really any Seattle pipe tobacco last year. No, it, it, we weren't <clears throat> able to get it from our normal distributor. I yeah. wasn't able to find out where else I could get it from. Yeah. And um, I know that the uh, the rum barrel aged here and plum pudding came out with something similar, bourbon barrel aged, mm. uh, similar process, only bourbon barrels for that. Um, and it started out as an internet exclusive through Smoking Pipes, which is owned by Sutliff, who makes this. So go figure. They wanted to get that out. And, um, uh, you know, it, it just took a while for for things to work out. Maybe it was COVID, maybe, you know, whatever. But mm. after after a, really a, almost a year of not being able to get Seattle Pipe Club stuff, I was finally able to get it in. We got this. And as soon as I brought it into the store, 
both this and the plum pudding version sold out mm-hmm. in less than a week. I had to reorder it again, and yep. we're already just about to the bottom of that order. Yep. So this is something we're definitely going to be continuing to keep in the store. Yeah. Um, Fantastic tobacco. Pat, what about yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why this is my favorite. It's definitely, I mean, each one I've had so far has been, like, in my top ranking. The Reserve's definitely, like, still my top one. I didn't really mm-hmm. give, like, give the uh, the Rum Barrel a chance yet, so that could probably give it a run for its money. But, I mean, sur- like, not really that surprising, but the, the pairing actually really, really did well with it. And I think it's because it's it's a dry red. And I think if it was... You know, like one of most like those more like dessert wines. I think it might take mm-hmm. away a little bit from the yeah. pipe tobacco, yep. but I think the fact that it's dry and it's really just kind of complementing and enhancing the already good flavors in the pipe tobacco. Mm-hmm. But again, like that dry to wet kind of transition is awesome. And yeah, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yep, I concur with what everybody's saying. The the pairing is amazing. Um, the sour plumness that I was talking about, and like mm-hmm. the uh, the dryness of the wine. Just, it's like a perfect pairing. It's unbelievable. Are, we, are you turning into a wino now? No, no. And uh, but I did. I was reading an article, and it said that the Mississippi River was his breakthrough blend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what put him on the map. And what followed was uh, plum pudding. Yeah, look at the and smoke coming out of that pipe. Oh my gosh! <laughs> mm. Very good stuff. All right, we're going to take a little bit of a break. When we come back, we're going to <coughs> compare it to this, the Mississippi River with the rum barrel aging. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You can go. Anytime. Well, anytime you want to let yeah. me know. Since I, I did. Can't, I since, I can't, since I can't Plenty. see you. Plenty. Yeah, Here there you go. go. Good. All right, we're back. Hi. Dave's still trying to get with it. Um, <laughs> and we are doing now this tobacco, the special rum barrel aged version of Mississippi River. And on the back of the tin it says this mississippi river rum barrel aged is the original oh oh, wait a minute those are my tasting notes uh here's what it says from the tin master blender joe langford knows rum pairs very well with his world famous mississippi river i've been daydreaming about this rum barrel edition for a long time he says joe's original recipe Mississippi River is packed into oak rum barrels, aged 30 days, pressed into cakes, and then crumble cake cut. The result, a perfect marriage of rum essence with his classic Virginia-style blend. A chunk of the actual rum barrel rests in every tin to continue the process. Enjoy Joe's gift of Mississippi River rum barrel aged. Um, If you go on to... Uh, tobaccoreviews.com it's interesting they actually classify this <coughs> as an aromatic as opposed to the original which they classify as an english and they say that flavor that the rum has been added to this i don't know that that's exactly true i think it's just put into the rum barrel and allowed to age in there i don't believe that rum is actually added to this at least it doesn't say so uh on either the um, spc blends website or on the tin itself and i would think that that would be something that they would say if that were true um what's your take on this iteration what are you getting from this particular blend, Paul? Definitely not a gimmick, Pastor, at all. Uh, I think the the run barrel aging has helped to enhance the sweet uh, the sweetness of the tobacco. Um, so in the in the original Mississippi, I was getting that nice as I was calling it before, more of a confectionery sugar type of sweetness on the initial drawer, and then it dissipated. And the tobacco notes came out. Now I get less of that. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot more of the sweet uh, with the rum flavored um, on the palate, and it's lingering. Mm-hmm. It lingers for a per, probably a good 15, 20 seconds, yeah. and it is really, really good. Still get some of that woody, bready notes. Mm-hmm. The, the, the spice is still a very gentle spice, but the run barrel aging, whether it's added or just simply sitting in the barrel for 30 days, whatever, it's really, really helping to intensify that sweet mm. factor. It is awesome. What do you think, Pat? 
So the first thing I notice is on the draw, instead of getting like that kind of like sweet vinegar flavor, it gives you more of like this sensation of like, you know, like a plum peel, like the skin, it has kind of like that sourness to it. Like that kind of a sensation, it's like that plum sweetness and kind of like a sour kind of tart flavor to it. Yeah. And then through the actual like flavor of the cigar, it has, Pipe I think that it, it's, it's like in the middle of what the core line and then the special reserve is. So I think maybe like that extra time aging in the rum barrel kind of like matures the tobacco and it kind of gets that, you know, spice level to that point where it's a little bit closer to the special reserve. So I'm just going to assume like the aging kind of enhances that spice note. Mm -hmm. And it has like this nice like sourdough flavor, like those nice like dog flutes, like plum. And it has like, so that hickory kind of sweet note is gone. So that's the main difference I noticed from the two blends. And you get more of like what Paul was saying, like that really like nice kind of sweetness. And then the wine plays really well into that. Cause like there's also like this more prominent kind of wood note to it, which could be from the barrel. Mm -hmm. And you know, the wine also was aged, like 25% of it was aged in an oak barrel. So I, that, that little bit of woodiness that comes from the wine is also like enhancing that woody note that comes from the pipe tobacco. Mm -hmm. The room note, when I'm smoking it and, and I'm, I'm exhaling and the smoke is coming around my head, I get almost like a sweet cereal flavor or mm -hmm. aroma. Sorry, aroma out of it is really, really good. Are you milking the kids right now, Paul? I'm sorry, what? Are you milking the kids right now? <laughs> Am cereal? I milking the kids? Marketing. <laughs> marketing the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not marketing the kids. You want to get that other thing on the soundboard? That he's <laughs> That's what I thought you said. Dave, what about you? Are you getting uh, sweet cereal milk? <laughs> no. However, um, the the like that vinegar stuff has kind of gone that away. It's there. I'm getting uh, it's more like that uh, just a sweet plum. Uh, the rum has definitely amped up the sweetness. Mm. Um, I feel like the retrohale is a lot more smoother than the other one. A lot smoother. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then right off the bat, it's like it has a little bit more body than the core line, too. Like, it's just like this started off, at, to me, like kind of like between like the medium, medium plus, where the other one was kind mm. of a straight medium. You could say mild, too. So I just think, like, it's just interesting because I think the, the, the tobacco gets more body as it ages so i think just like that little extra time in the rum barrel just kind of matured that tobacco you know well i think um i think the aging in the rum barrel ends up enhancing the virginias that are in this blend yep and i think where pat i th i think what you really like in the in the um uh special reserve is the fact that the the latakia comes a little more forward with that smoky mesquite barbecue kind of flavor um in this iteration of it the virginias come forward and frankly the latakia drifts into the background yeah. i don't really taste or experience the latakia much at all it's it's very in the background and and so it seems more like the the virginias and then the the perique that's in this really kind of comes forward and <clears throat> I think it's really, really good. I, I don't think this is a gimmick either. I actually think this is a huge improvement over, and that's a, that's a bad thing to say. Mississippi River, Mississippi River is a great tobacco a great in and of its own right. Yeah. But what this does is some, it makes it something really completely different, mm -hmm. and it's a really good different. Uh, to me, this, I'm going to say this isn't, a, this isn't gimmicky at all. No. Uh, and even if it was meant to be gimmicky, it, 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 it's legit. It's yeah, who cares? Right? This it's is, this is awesome. a real home run thing. And uh, kudos for, to Joe for coming up with this idea. Um, you know, who thinks of this stuff? I wonder what this would be like if I put it into a burned barrel for 30 days. Mm -hmm. I bet you this would, you know, it's, it, it, it just am amazes me how some people think, and then this stuff just ends up creating something a little bit, a little bit new. Do you think the spice is enhancing this though? I think this is like much more spicy than that. Yeah, there's, there's, there's more spice in this. I also agree with you, Pat, that the body has increased. This is a medium plus, it, mm. you know, tobacco, whereas the original, uh, at least in the pipe that I was having, it was was medium at best. Right. Uh, so th there's a lot more flavor. There's a lot more going on. I do think, uh, too, that the um, the oak that the the tobacco was put in and that we, you know, is still included in there in that little block and the oakiness that's in the wine because of its own aging. 
uh, in an oak cask really just brings out those woody flavors and you get it's it's just a great great experience this this uh uh pairing here it's really it's really good i actually like this pairing mm -hmm. better with the rum barrel age and yep. i was and I, when you told me paul that you wanted to pair a dry red with this <clears throat> i knew it was going to go uh especially with the original but you know on reading the tin where he says you know, I know how great rum pairs with this. I'm thinking mm, maybe we should have paired rum with it. But this, this I think is really, really good. There are certain rums I probably would not want to have with this. I mean, maybe Havana Club would be the only one I could see. And again, that's not available, at least where we buy it. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I've had it before, and, and that would, I think, would complement this pretty good. Mm -hmm. But the, the dry red wine is absolutely, again, uh, the mouth is salivating. Um, it's yep. helping to intensify the the uh, the Virginias and the, the woody notes, and again, it's also helping to bring out a little bit more spice for me as well. Now, you had mentioned one thing too that the original Mississippi River they classified as an English. Yes. They also said that the the rum barrel age was an aromatic. On TobaccoReviews.com, it's yeah. classified if, if, as an aromatic. If this is an aromatic, it's the best aromatic I've ever had. This is without a doubt. This is not an aromatic in my eyes. I, yeah. I, I don't I don't think they could classify this just because there's a lot more going on here. There's a lot more mm. body to it, a lot more sweetness. Um, there's just a lot more uh, intense notes that you get out of this yeah. than from any other aromatic I've ever had. Like I think of a, like Cornell and Deal's um, uh, Blockade Runner, which is Virginia that's been soaked in rum for a week. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't classify that as an aromatic. No. Nope. Yeah, I wouldn't either. That's another one of my tops. <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, what was the other one? Cornell and Dill came out with the Beast, which mm. was that Perique yeah. mixture that was also soaked in rum for a week. There's something about soaking tobaccos in rum or putting them with rum that just really, especially with the Virginias, just brings mm. out the best. And, um, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't call the beast an aromatic either. No. You know, so, you know, I, I, I'm wondering why Tobacco Reviews has it classified that way. Um, That's a mistake. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's a faux pas. Yeah. I, 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 I don't agree with that at all. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, what are some further differences you guys can see between the original Mississippi River and the Mississippi River rum barrel aged tobaccos? Well, the spice too. I think I agree with Pat. The spice is definitely amped up in the rum barrel age. The more I'm smoking it, it's getting it's getting more intense. Um, so I'm going to say this is actually a little bit more like a medium full tobacco to mm. me. Mm. You think the perique is coming mm. out more? Perique's in coming this? out more in this, absolutely. I say the tobacco is definitely a lot more moist in the tin, a little more, more juicy. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what to say. Further explain, it. Dave. Yeah. You mean when you're actually you, when you're packing the pipe, the, the tobacco in your hand feels more moist, or mm -hmm. okay? Well, that's probably because it's rum barrel aged. Rum barrel aged, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the differences, Paul. Just say. <laughs> um, what do you what do you like best about each blend? I think that with me, and I, I'm going to do all three of them just because yep, I've, you know I fine. smoke the the reserve all the time. When I, well, whenever I have a pipe, all the time because that's yeah. what I keep on me. But um, I think that the the core line is very approachable, and I think it's it's a nice tobacco that you can probably kind of sell to anyone it's not overpowering i think it's kind of a nice open like it's a nice introduction to like a good english blend you know so mm -hmm. it, and it offers a lot of like flavors that i think are also unique like again like there's i mean paul was referencing a tobacco that had kind of like that like vinegar sensation on the draw w was that the one we did last week because i don't remember two weeks ago the two weeks ago <clears throat> Crumble cake. Yeah, so that to me is unique. So I just think it's a nice introduction tobacco to kind of get someone on. And again, like the core line is, you, you can say it's kind of mild to medium at, at the halfway point of the bowl. I think it definitely gets a little more intense. But, yeah, it does build up. But it doesn't get over medium. And then this, um, the rum barrel aged, it, it's more of a fuller bodied. So if you like that one, this is one that you can kind of give to like your more seasoned pipe smokers. There's some complexities in the pipe tobacco that come from that barrel that I think that they can appreciate. 
and it's it's just a whole unique experience in its own. And then the special reserve, not spe uh, special reserve, is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah. That one to me is my. It's actually now that I'm smoking this now, it's it's it's. Kind of, I would have to smoke that one again to kind of tell you which one I like more. But that one for someone that loves like Latakia and kind of getting like that bonfire kind of hickory spice, it, it's that's what I would sell to them. So I think the thing I like about all of them is there's a different kind of pipe smoker that would appreciate each one. Mm. And like specifically, again, like the approachability of the core line, if you like kind of like that more like dog fruit, sweet forward type note, then the rum barrel age. And then if you like that kind of like, you know, barbecue kind of flavor, you get like, you know, from black Irish X or brown Irish X, for instance, like then you have the special reserve they can give them. So I think each one has their own unique prominent flavor that it offers. And that's mm. what I like about all of them. Mm-hmm. So I would say that the, the original Mississippi River is an all-day smoke. Mm -hmm. It's very smooth. Very smooth. Really creamy. Yeah, too, very smooth. Right? Enough, enough, uh, uh, enough sweetness there. Enough, mm -hmm. a little bit of that woody spice. But it, again, like I said, it doesn't go past medium. I could smoke that all day. This is more of a, I'll call it, a special occasion or a, a after dinner type of tobacco to me, where you want to just sit back, relax, unwind. Contemplate life. Grab, <laughs> grab a glass of wine. You know, salivate. 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 <laughs> salivate. So, yeah, this, this is definitely not an all-day smoke to me. Mm -hmm. This is, but this would be, you know, once a day at the end of the day. Mm. So uh, there's this definitely a lot more intense flavors with this one. And uh, I, this is so far, this is my favorite. Okay. Right there. Mm. Dave, what about yourself? I really just have to pair it like what everybody else said. I mean, that's pretty much how I feel about it. Um, the, uh, the sour plum that I said from the, the first one is amazing. The, the, you can almost taste the rum on, on this one. The, the pairing with both is just really perfect. Um, it's crazy the amount of saliva I've swallowed in the last hour. Um, <laughs> it's been really good. I think like the interesting thing about it too is like, if you told me that if you put like all three tins in front of me and you put the tobacco in front of me and then you like mixed it up I, I would be able to tell you which tin each tobacco was mm -hmm. but if you just gave me three random pipe tobaccos without knowing what tin they're from or even telling me that it's mississippi river mm -hmm. i would think each blend is a completely different blend just because mm -hmm. of how different each variation mm -hmm. of it is yeah it's like they all good. have that kind of sensational draw but yep. it's different on each one <laughs> You know, one of the things I really appreciate about the original blend is how creamy and smooth it is. And with the uh, special preserve, that even gets taken to a, a whole new level. It, it it's, it's just really, really smooth, beautiful stuff. This, it, you know, it's still, it's still a very balanced blend, but that creaminess is not really in the rum barrel age to me it's still very smooth but you've got these deep rich plummy stone fruit woody kind of flavors that and you can tell that the that it's been in a rum barrel you, yep. you it really does have that kind of um uh aroma and and finish to it and i i really enjoyed both aspects of those the original and and in the um, rum barrel aged. Um, here's here's the next question. Do you think it's worth having both of these or all three? Or would you just gravitate toward one or the other? No, I, th I mean, I never had the special reserve, but I'll tell you right now, it's, it's definitely worth having both of these. Yep. Like I said, for, for the reasons I gave, you know, all day smoke mm -hmm. and after dinner or whatever, once once a day for that special occasion the dog walk no dog no dog walking with this no this is a sit back this? and relax type of tobacco <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no okay. dog walking with i could dog walk with this but mm. this is sit down and okay yeah i would say definitely have all three and i think you know since paul kind of took that it's it's you know all day smoke versus other i'll use like you know what you're pairing with it as an example mm -hmm. i think that each one has like a specific spirit or something i would like to have like right. so for instance like with the the core line like a nice coffee or like an irish coffee would go awesome because like kind of mm -hmm. you know like that creamy kind of texture creaminess to it would go really well with it yep. you know like for the rum barrel i think Ooh. the wine 
is definitely something that you can go with it. And then, so like maybe like kind of like a midday or like a dinner type pairing. And then the special reserve to me, like that's like, I was drinking um, our Woodfoot with it. And to me, like that nice kind of sweet kind of spicy finished bourbon goes really, really well with that pipe tobacco. So <laughs> it's all based on like what you're pairing. So I think it's definitely worth having all three because it's such a good blend and each variation of it brings out a different component of what makes that blend really good so now last question of the of the night here um this is our would you rather question of the day would you rather have the mississippi river pairing or the rum barrel aged pairing rum barrel aged pairing rum barrel aged pairing absolutely why i just think it's uh it, it just it, it just it, is better it's just better. It is. It really is. It's just. It just intensifies all the notes. Um, it it gets that that Virginia's ramped up. The 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 wood. The spice is without a doubt a lot more intense there. And then on, even on the retrohale. So I really enjoy that type of tobacco. Mm -hmm. I love Virginia Periques. Anyways, it's one of my favorite mm. blends. And uh, this just helps to really amp up that Perique. Mm. What do you think, Dave? Uh, would me, you rather have? I would actually rather have the. Uh, regular mississippi river pairing the first pairing yeah i just that uh that sour plum really speaks to my palate more they just love sour yeah it's a sour head yeah didn't you say both had the sour plum dave dave yeah but the yeah the, it was more intense with the with the unrum with the unrum the unrum would that be mississippi river yes mississippi um, um, river plain did we get that on the soundboard <laughs> um, rum. Yep, we'll get on rum. Rum, rum, um, rum. Pat, I would go with the rum barrel age because I, I think that with Paul's suggestion of trying like a dry red wine, mm -hmm. just incidentally, this ended up being a better pairing for the second because like you know I didn't know when I picked it out that twenty five percent of the barrel or like the bottle is aged in an oak barrel, so I right. think that that kind that of really subtle helped. oak note really does. Mm enhance the kind of woody notes you get especially like on the second half of the bowl so mm -hmm. i enjoy both very much um i do think i would i would probably go with with the uh rum barrel aged um pairing although i that might be colored slightly by the fact that i enjoy the rum barrel aged a little bit more than the original yeah i really do think that uh um, it's, you see, I, I don't want to say it's an improvement. It, it makes it something different that's very special. Yeah. Let's, let's put it that way. And, um, I really, I really enjoy both to my palate. The, the rum barrel aged is, is more my style of, of tobacco. And, um, I'm hoping it's, not because there's liquor involved in it, but uh, anything's possible, I suppose. Mm -hmm. See, I would say that it is an improvement solely for the fact that I think when this tobacco matures, it gets to its potential. Mm -hmm. And I think having it be in that barrel for like six months or whatever the time span is, it's giving that tobacco a chance to get to that level. Yep. So I, I would say like just the time alone is an improvement well, from an already good blend. It's already 30 days. That's it. It's only 30 days? Yeah, it's, it's only 30 days, days yeah. But that's amazing what 30 days can do to this. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no other uh, change to the tobacco plant right. at all. Mm -hmm. Same tobacco. Okay, so that 30 days in that rum barrel. Absolutely. You know what you do, Dan? Take what do that, I do, Pat? Take that um, wooden block out of the rum barrel age and put it in the special reserve and keep that for six months and then have us smoke it <laughs> with that in it. See what it does. <laughs> It depends if Dave gives the block back. For some reason, he hey, took it out. I, of the I already, I already got mine. Yeah. yeah. Got mine. Oh. And um, uh, see, I've I've been completely derailed now. I had I had some great thought I was going to share, but I have no idea what it was anymore. Mm. Oh, well, goodness. Rod loves your helmet, Dan. He loves my helmet. He loves oh, your That's helmet. very good. Uh, it's too bad Rod, Rod won't be here in person to see the helmet. I'll make sure there are some pictures taken of it, though. Um, now, next week on Not Just Blowing Smoke, Mike Capolini 
from Toscano is going to join us on the show. He is, as we have said, the brand ambassador for Toscano Cigars, and we're going to be smoking several Toscanos, I'm sure, um, but one of them is going to be that Duciendo, and it we are is. going to uh, pair that with the 724 High West mm. uh, Barrel Select that is going to be officially launching the day after on Tuesday. That's going to be an awesome show. I'm really looking forward to that. Toscano's got a great story. They've been making cigars in Italy for 200 years. Uh, oh, is that all? And I'm gonna. It's going to be great to hear that whole story. I'm really looking forward to that. Yep. But um, this has been really great. Very I'm glad good. we did it. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you guys for watching tonight. And we'll see you next week when we're with Toscano Cigars. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is not just blowing smoke. Rolling with the top down.